What is up, guys? Follow Jay here, and I'm here with my co-host, Egg. Egg, say what's up to the peoples. What's up to the peoples? Also joining us, our other co-host. He is a dream. The dream, Stephen Aiken. Say what's up, Stephen. What's up, everybody? Man, I... I he still hasn't uh, figured it out yet. He still hasn't figured is that it out. the bit? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I mean, last night. I'm still waiting last, for you like, to be like, week. yeah, what's better. up, bros? Oh, sorry. My in? bad. Everybody else is kind of okay. chill, or they just repeat what you said. I'm not sure how that works yet. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on another side of the spectrum than you guys. <laughs> Maybe, but we'll get it. We'll get it. <laughs> and joining us, he is a PGF vet from season three. And he is also confirmed now for PGF World 6. Yes. Kevin Buring. Say what's, what's up, up Kevin. What's up, everybody? Glad yeah, to be say, say what's up to our three followers. What's up? Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely one of them's my dad. <laughs> he is. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in here all the, the biggest, time. The biggest fan of this podcast, 100%. We appreciate that. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Alex. Because we rock. We. I'm trying to do that thing where, but it, it's not working. But anyway, so last time we saw you, you came into a little town, kind of like Godzilla, destroyed it, and left. Yep. Um, pretty fucking impressive, if I may say so. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. So, Thank you. so the so question there, Walla Walla, were you talking about the the uh, Jacksonville qualifier? They smoked everyone in, or are you talking about the the PGF indicator? Uh, I'm talking about the PGF finale indicator. I, I'm just saying he did both. Two two fairly yeah, small it, towns smoked mm-hmm. them both. Uh, well, Jacksonville's a metropolis, bro. So, oh, oh, oh metropolis. Yeah. Um. Okay. Fine. Anyway. But the last time I saw him, that's when I was talking about, okay. which was Indicator. All right, PGF finale, bro. Listen, uh, you gotta you gotta give your teammates a chance to get in there every once in a while. <laughs> like I was looking at Chase Hand, and I'm like, are, are you guys going in or what? <laughs> nope. It's uh, it it's insane because you know we had Elijah, uh, what about two weeks ago, and he says Kevin Buring's the best guy in the room. Ah. <laughs> bro, he's, I, that's, he's, the, that's no lie. Can, me up. I appreciate, bro, I appreciate the compliment. You can go but. back to the podcast. He said it. I believe him. So you know, <laughs> Elijah said. I mean, we we also asked him who, you, Elijah, you think, who would you think would help you the most? You know, getting that 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 pot. You know, that that twenty twenty grand for himself out of the hundred. He said, yeah. Kevin Bury. Yep. So he said, "You're and the scariest versa. guy in the room. The scariest guy in the room. <laughs> you, my friend. That's good to hear. I don't know if it's true, but I mean, I like, I love the compliment. <laughs> you know. Listen, so you know, we we have a ton of new fans uh, coming in, and not you know, they don't know all the guys like we do. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you found Sean, and you know, what what got you into you know jujitsu." Yeah, so I'll just kind of run through a long story short. Um, so when I was in high school, I got into a fight and I got my ass kicked, like just completely kicked. Um, he actually, he, you know, I thought we were going to get into a fist fight. And he, the first thing he did was double leg me and mounted me and beat the shit out of me. So then I was like, okay, I can never let that happen again. I have to you know, eat as much food as possible and go lift weights. 
<laughs> that was my answer. That was my 17 year old answer. So I think I was 160 or something like that. Ended up gaining a ton of weight getting into the gym. It's like 190. And then about a year goes by and my friend's like, Hey, do you want to come try this jujitsu thing? I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll show these guys like, you know, kind of what's up. I'm 190. It was kind of like the, I don't know if you guys have heard of like the Bradley Martin joke. Like I'm 260 though. Like that type of that meme, but it was similar. Like I'm coming in with like the biggest ego ever, just completely oblivious about the, what's about to happen to me. So my first rolls with like Steven Dana, and I think he tapped me probably 25 times in like five minutes. And then after that, I mean, it was set from there, you know, it's like, Full. I cannot I let was, that happen again. Yeah, again. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got it all wrong. This is definitely where I need to be. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, the rest is history. So for the fans, Steven, Steven Dana is a uh, former PGF competitor himself. Uh, just, just a killer. So, yeah. uh, Kevin walked himself into a buzzsaw. Uh, yeah. congrats, my friend. hundred percent. So but back to you, Wallace. Oh yeah. No, well, I mean, that, will, that uh, he answered my question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so now so, go, go ahead. <clears throat> we're talking about recent competitions that you've had, Kevin. Okay. Uh, and, and just looking at, at some stuff that was on here recently that the, the Louisville three on three team mm. uh, thing is just like, it's like, Oh, he had two losses on this day. Let me look at these two names. And yep. it was uh, Josh Yelverton and Nicholas Albin. And I was like, Oh, okay. So it was, it was actually, <laughs> it was actually Elijah. Oh, and, was uh, it? And yeah. Julie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't yeah, yeah. either way. Yelvo was obviously, yeah, he was I, on I, that team. I was like, oh, sure. okay. Well, maybe. Okay. Well, that's not that bad. <laughs> that wouldn't be. Yeah, that yeah. Bad. No. Josh is a beast. <laughs> he's a beast a for beast. sure. He, he is. Yeah, he's a, he's a large 100%. man. That's, that's really tough. Uh, but so, and it was Chewy also? Yeah, Chewy. Okay. How was that role? It was good, man. It was good experience. He was uh, extremely strong and really good. Uh, I didn't expect, I didn't expect him to be so strong and very calm. And I think I learned a lot from that, uh, from that, uh, match in particular, Yeah. just like, I think that was one of my first, like, like really roll, like really having a match with like a high level black belt. I got you. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good experience for sure. Very cool. So, uh, if I might wallow, um, yeah, go ahead, bro. Kevin, Kevin, let's go over a little bit of your resume. Uh, you're the Sapatero Invitational 170 pound champion, right? Yep. Midwest so, so finishers. By the way, be, be, before you continue, sorry, Egg. Let, I'm trying to do a clip here, but they're okay. They're also going to be paying 100 grand. Yeah. 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 So, the one coming out. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm got to try to get sorry, down yeah. there. My bad. We'll see how I, that I just goes, wanted to point out. I was that trying out. to give you a clip, Wallo. <laughs> oh, my bad. All right. Can I, may, may I, may clip, I re- clip this? Somebody clip this. All right. Thank you, Wallow. Here he comes, everybody. <laughs> so, Kevin Buring, let's go over your resume, all right? So, you're the Sapatero 170-pound uh, champion, Midwest Finishers 170-pound champion, <laughs> Summit Grappling, three-time absolute champion and grappler of the year. You hold Of the fa- year. You hold the fastest submission record for five different grappling promotions. You're an ADCC Open Silver Medalist and an MCCJ co-main event winner uh, in 26 seconds. Uh, I mean, you, you won the PGF qualifier as a white belt, 
I mean, you've been training for a year and you were in the top five in PGF season three. Uh, awesome. Are you ready for the season, sir? A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. I feel like I've only gotten better since, you know, the last PGF more well-rounded and very excited for the competition to come. To say I mean, you, you got at least like three years, right? I mean, three years since the, since the last time we saw you about, uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I mean, how, how, so tell us, tell us about your training regimen. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm full time, honestly, like, you know, uh, six days a week to one to two times a day. So, yeah. so just, uh, Sean's gym all the time. You cross train, uh, you go, yeah. what do you do? Uh, well, so I'll do open mats here and there. I'm actually going to go to an open mat today, but usually Sundays we take off. Uh, and then from there, I'm pretty much just Sean's gym. Like cross training is a little hard just cause the gyms around us are predominantly ghee. So there's not like too many opportunities to cross train, but when, when we can, we definitely do. Do you guys get a lot of people dropping in for cross training that are more interested in Nogi that, that may be at some of the Gi schools in the area? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the instructors at these schools actually come through and uh, the black belts will come through in the morning. Really common. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, to learn from Sean and everything, get the rolls in. Yeah, how many of them you smoke? Cool to get those looks. And you smoke huh? them, don't you? You smoke them, don't you? Uh, ah, come on, why come are you on. putting him on the spotlight? No, no, because it's true. Because it's true. No way. He learns a lot every time. Yeah, I learned. I'm learning. Yeah, we saw black belts be scared of you before, man. When you were, when no, you were no way, no way. He'd never say that. He'd never say that. <laughs> No, that's just egg, you know, just hyping him up like that. Wait, Come on. Elijah came in and said, when you touch Kevin, you're he, you're afraid. You're in danger the whole time. That's Elijah, the bad guy. The jabroni said that. The jabroni, yeah. My man. Well, you know, he's got a broken foot anyway, so of course he's scared. <laughs> easy, easy takeout. Yeah. Hey, so looking at season three, what what were your biggest takeaways from that season? Like as far as the um, game, like what did you learn about your game that maybe needed some work? Yeah, I think like some of the biggest takeaways is how useful it is to get uh, uh, used to competition. So like consistently competing because, you know, everybody gets those uh, jitters or butterflies, whatever, nervous tingles whatever you want to call them excitement uh, that's just excitement. Sight. yeah all that all that type of stuff the first day and as you go on throughout the week you can really see how useful it is to be able to compete so consistently and getting comfortable in that environment and you can really see yourself like starting to make better decisions thinking clear clearer uh listening to your corner more as the week goes through so i think i that really made me realize like competing every week and competing every other weekend is definitely the way to go, especially as like uh, a newer competitor, or, you know, an underboat, an underboat. Yeah. Um. So I know that I kind of, I, I left after the season was that two, I guess is the one out. Yeah. After two. And I was still pretty healthy after the regular season. And uh, mm. I was kind of, we waited and did the, uh, the playoffs like, I forget how long. Like three after, months. Like after. two months. Right. And oh, so, wow. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like you said, it's like that was the most matches I'd ever had in my grappling career in that yeah. short of amount of time for sure. And for so, sure. like, I was I was still feeling pretty healthy. Some of the other people I didn't think were. 
And I was like, man, I'd like to run it back like almost the full season again right now with this kind of like momentum that's built and, and you know, being healthy and stuff like that. Is that what you kind of were, were feeling too after you, after you got through is what it sounds like? Yeah. 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 For sure. You know, there's always like a give and take because a week long of competitions three times a day is going to take a toll on the body and you are risking injury every time you go out there, especially this season with such high level competitors. But in terms of like, mental clarity and mindset yeah definitely like getting that competition experience as much as possible it's extremely helpful to say the least egg you got something because i see you like <clears throat> yeah I like, that's what i was waiting on to like you're about to <laughs> <laughs> no I, I was just looking at the I stats like, i mean do i go does he uh, go no no you're, you're so so kevin i mean uh, obviously uh it, it still blows my mind uh you came in with one year of training, you know, you know, behind you, you trained for about just just about one year. Uh, you didn't actually get your blue belt until you won the Jacksonville qualifier. Yeah, you won the Jacksonville qualifier as a white belt, yeah. smoking everyone. Yeah, um, yeah. And I love it because I mean, if I look back to the Jacksonville qualifier, one of my favorite things is like like everyone's so afraid of you going for their legs. Uh, that you faked the leg and you went to the back on, on one of the gentlemen and just choked the hell out of them. <laughs> uh, but I as I see, yeah, as, as I see it right now, out of all the twelve matches you had in season three, you only had one loss. You had one and Jay seven, Rob, right? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So you were, you were seven one and four. I mean, four people actually were. Uh, let's let's just admit oh, it. The other four people like they ran away from you. Yeah. Uh, we 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 saw a lot of people. Do a, do a whole lot of running away from you. They were scared as hell. Um, 100%. You were a killer. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. I think, uh, and, and uh, maybe let Steven uh, hop in here for a second, but you were, you were that baby blue belt that had that that one setup. Like, like you had that one skill set that was yeah. just scaring the hell out of everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so, I guess the question is, in, in, in the, the two to three years since then, what, what have you added? I mean, obviously, we know you're like locker like crazy. Um, what else you got? Yeah, I mean, I think I, my game has completely changed since the first PGF. You know, honestly, like at this point, I feel like I I'm more of a top player than a bottom player. Even though I do pull guard, I definitely am looking more to like sweep and get on top than I am just shooting like blocks. You know, I think like with the wrestle up meta has really helped me a lot for people who are kind of like stalling and trying to like play back, like a uh, keep away. Uh, just being able to come up and actually chase them and pin them to the floor is nice. So I think that's good in two parts. First, you know, increases my percentage of winning and it makes the more the match more exciting. Um, so yeah, man, I would say my game has honestly just completely changed since then. I still do play guard. I still do go for leg locks, but much more rounded. Uh, competitor now than I was before. That makes me so happy to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After well, I just completely got sick of people running away from me, I was like, mm -hmm. "Fuck this! I'm just gonna come up and <laughs> pin well, these that, people to the mat and you know take their back." That's one of the criticisms to to the style. Uh, of, of submission only in a lot of ways is that the guys who can really play a, a deadly guard game uh, uh, can just sit there and make you kind of come towards them or then it just becomes like a really boring situation where, where there's one guy sitting scooting and the other guy's just kind of dancing around. Yeah, just running um, away. Yeah. 
And so if you are the dominant player like that, then man, I respect that. You got to get up and you got to get your hands on them and get them down and you got to keep them down. Uh, 100%, I, yeah. I, I appreciate that mindset, you know, and I'm glad to hear that because coming, you know, I, I started doing jujitsu for MMA. That was what got me into it. And then I just really enjoyed it and love it and kept doing it, you know, and had like an outlet for competition and stuff. But that was always the mindset was like, if you're not on top, you got to get on top, you know, for the most part. And then when you're on top, you got to keep them down because everybody's trying to wrestle up. They're, they don't want to be stuck on their back. So yeah. a lot, of, a yeah. lot of pinning strategies and different things like that were really really emphasized and important. And so I'm happy to see that kind of stuff coming like back around and being important again. Cause it used to be like, Oh yeah, no, there's no reason to break turtle down or, you know, nobody's really playing turtle or anything like that. And it's like, well, now everybody's playing turtle because there's a lot of styles, you know, or, or ADCC, you got to be able to, to score on people and get these kind of things going. So yeah, man, yeah. That, that, that's oh, exciting to hear that guys like you for sure are, are, are getting that message of, well, I'm just going to get up and put you down anyway. So Respect. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Hey, uh, real quick, Wallo, just want to give a good uh, shout out to uh, you know our biggest fan, Tiago. Tiago out there in the comments. Hey, brother. You know, good to see you back there again. I I, I didn't even see the comments. And I got my glasses. I, I mean, I, you got the glasses on even. I mean, I don't know. So Tiago says, hey, it's pretty impressive. You won. Uh, talking about the Jacksonville qualifier, the whole thing with one year training. I, could, I couldn't even shrimp when I had one year of training. Kudos to you, man. Uh, Tiago knows where it's at. Kevin, you're yeah, you're prodigy. Thank you, yeah, you're, you're the man. Um, you're gonna be dangerous. I mean, we we, we already knew you were dangerous. Uh, you know, back in Decatur for season three. I mean, we I, like I said, you had black belts running away from you, uh, mm-hmm. and, and now you're gonna make like ADCC medalists run away from you, uh, or not? Because uh, well, they don't run away from you. That's the thing. You can't you can't run in this tournament. You know, tournaments. You know, when you're running away, you're trying to. Stall and maybe draw somebody out. A draw's not going to get anybody points. It's not going to get them yeah. points unless that is the strategy that they're implementing. And like, hey, I need you to stall him out so our team can get you know maintain a lead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then but, yeah. But let's but. be honest. Let's be honest, Kevin. We know you. We know you. But for some of these other elite guys like this, if they just see your name on there, obviously they know you're from Tenth Planet Atlanta. And you have a great pedigree and things like that. But you, you, you of the names on there, you got to think that some of these guys think, well, he's the one that I've got to like score six on or dunk on or whatever of these other guys on here. Uh, yeah. I think that's going to maybe play in your favor some where guys mm-hmm. are going to be really maybe opening up to get after yeah, you a little bit. Very and, willing and, to and engage. Show, yeah, yeah, show you some stuff that you haven't really seen locally and things like that maybe. Uh, yeah. So that's exciting, man. And, and uh, how, how do you feel about that? Uh, feel about what in particular? Just get an opportunity to go against some of these guys in a situation where you know they're gonna probably be like coming after you and like really opening up, not looking for like uh, a points kind of scenario where they're stalling yeah, for three yeah. minutes or whatever. Like you just got to get after it the whole time. Oh yeah, man! I I feel super good about it. I mean, I'm super excited. <laughs> I mean, my goal since I've you know started jujitsu has been to face the highest level of competition and try to figure out you know, what they bring to the table and how I can kind of like, you know, crack the puzzle. So, and not having to really worry about points is always nice. You can kind of play your entire game. I think our team's more of a submission oriented team. So it's nice not having to, you know, if they pass my guard or something, I don't have to turtle to get up. I can actually work side control escapes, not having to worry about advantages and somebody scoring two and they're running away from me. 
you know, it's going to be just act like actual jujitsu the entire time. So I'm very excited for that. Have you seen the people that are already being announced and what do you know about them? If you have. Okay. So I saw Majid Hage, is it got announced? Yeah. he's out uh, now. Okay. Yeah. 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 So hey. he, all I know about him is what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? That wasn't, that wasn't to be released. Oh, was it? No, just carry on. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Move on. Okay. It's fine. Okay. okay. It, it was. You're fine, Kevin. What you said is all fine. Okay. Word, word, word. Yeah. Maji Hage. Uh, all I know about him is he rolls in a t shirt and he's pretty good at leg locks. And he did well in the Bra Bra South American trials. Uh, so I'm sure he's a very tough guy. I haven't really watched too many of his matches, but I'm sure he's tough. Uh, Andy Varela, of course, a beast. Very, I'm very excited, like as a fan, to watch him compete. Honestly, in the PGF rule set, uh, AJ Agazon, AJ. I honestly, he was kind of like before my time, like when he was stirring up like a lot of drama and stuff. But I know he's kind of like the heel, so I don't really know too much about him. But I know he talks. <laughs> you know, he he's the heel. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then, so along that same line, then how does how does someone like uh like Hodger Gracie? How, how does he like oh, fit okay. yeah, in, into your, into your jujitsu lore being such a, like you just said, like, uh, you know, AJ was a little bit before your time, even for me, that's yeah. crazy to hear that, you know, but obviously it's just like, I'm old now. So I gotta, yeah, I, yeah. I, I gotta get that. But like someone like Hodger, how does he fit into your like jujitsu, you know? Oh dude, I've been, I'm a huge fan of Hodger. I think like when he talks about jujitsu, I love to listen to him. I love to watch his jujitsu and I like, all his his philosophies and how he does jujitsu. So I'm very excited to like meet Hodger and you know potentially learn from him. Uh, I so really like how he's safe to say like, that that would be. Is it safe to say that that would be your uh, ideal coach for the season? Hodger, honestly, probably. I mean, I I would love Eddie too because I haven't really gotten to like really meet Eddie. Like I've shook his hand before and stuff, but not like real conversations. And of course, Eddie's from our lineage, so. Right. And I know that's like Sean's mentor or somebody Sean really respects. So, and Sean's somebody I really respect. So, you know, you always want to meet those type of guys. Um, but Hodger is also Hodger. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean ar arguably, uh, he got Machado. I mean, if, if you go up the yep. lineage, the Machados are, yeah, are, 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 are above Eddie. You know, you know he got John So, yeah, it's, it's still the same fam. That. I mean, yeah. honestly, you know, and obviously you go above that, you get the Gracie. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Hegan and Hodger's dad were training at the same time. I don't know if they were on the same team back then, but they were like of that same era of jujitsu. Mm -hmm. It could be, you know, they could be years apart at this point, maybe kind of where they didn't overlap a ton. But I know that it's about that same wave of guys to where Hodger's dad was one of the main players. Uh, around that, I think that you know, I just don't know if they're on the same team. I'd have to look that up again. No, they both trained under, hole, under holes, uh, they both trained under holes, Gracie. So, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. You're right, Stephen. I mean, I, I did, I did a lot of research for that article, brother. No, 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 I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't, I'm not disputing any of that stuff with you. I'm just thinking that in this moment, kind of through with everybody right here, that's kind of crazy to think about it, you know, in that way, too. 
Uh, yeah, very definitely. very cool, very cool situation that we've all found ourselves in. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, 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 and you know, so, so obviously you you got you know uh, Eddie uh, Egan, you know Hodger, and oh no, uh, you know Andre Gaval. So yeah, you like, like you yeah. know here, uh, one of the one of the greatest greatest ever. It's like oh man, oh oh no, yeah yeah exactly. Uh, Andre would be great too. Honestly, everybody's a. I would be happy with anyone, honestly. Dude, it's like you can't go wrong with any of these guys. Yeah, hundred percent. Steve, you have something you were saying. I'm just zoning out, thinking about how this is just the connecting dots again. Sorry, uh, it's okay. <laughs> okay, it's just hey, like Andre, you- almost to you know to a degree, Andre's almost kind of being forgotten in a way, and and for for us and for me is you know Eddie is is Eddie, you know. Um, I've I've gotten to train and, and meet Eddie and talk to Eddie. Obviously, being a tip planet like school owner and things like that too, you know. But I'm under not directly him under, you know, Boogie. Similar like mm-hmm. you know, Kevin's under someone else also. Yeah. Uh, but ha- having him as like the head of the lineage is definitely, and you know, uh, like a cool thing and, and it's important. And and he's he's just as good of a coach or whatever as anyone else. I've just never had the opportunity to train with Andre or really be around him in a way. Yeah, exactly. So, so I don't I wouldn't know what to expect. So um, to me, he's sort of fallen in a degree, and and for no reason other than just like the unfamiliarity of it all. Because I bet for some people coming in, Andre is going to be like the top choice, uh, and and rightfully so. He, he he's proven that his team and his methods and different things being together, they they produce several of the the top guys over the last several years as well um mm-hmm. i just so i was just thinking about all that stuff sorry that's maybe not for here <laughs> no no it, it, it's a no, good, good conversation i mean because yeah. you think about like you know andre B- built autos he built it i mean it, mm. it, it's it's you know yeah in, in 20 plus countries uh you know autos uh has won you know the team championship world championships multiple years every year at, at least either either you know uh, overall or, or or females kids are always winning or they're in that top three every single year uh you think about you know andre is is not only you know in the adcc and ibjjf hall of fame he's in both all right he's in both just himself um but then he has built champions as well you think about the rotolos uh, you think all, all the killers that go through there, he, he got just, you know, Hinger on his team. Uh, I mean, you know, there, there's an insanity amount of people that he's had on there uh, that he's building the champions. Uh, and, and so, Hey, guess what, Kevin, if, if Andre picks you, you're in a good place, brother. You're, yeah, you're in a great 100%. place. 100%. All right. So Tiago's got something. Sorry. While he put it up there. Yeah. It's like, uh, do you realize how lucky you guys are? Absolutely. Out there? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> Steven just pointed it out. We, we, we came into this and we're very lucky to be part of this. Uh, personally, I'm not going to bother any of those coaches because I'm there to do, you know, a job, but you know, I'm just going to stay I'm gonna, cool. I'm just going to be like this. It's going to be hard. People are asking me like, people are asking me this stuff and they're like, they're like, are you excited or whatever? It's like, yeah, it's just going to be really hard for me to stay cool. Like I was, I feel like it, it with everybody else is like these guys. I, I I hope I still know how to act and get around everybody. You know, it's going to be, it's going to, I do feel that lucky. And, and like, it's just, it's wild to even 
think that that this is going down like that. So hell yeah, uh, I feel super lucky, and I'm excited to go make it make it a show. You know, guys like Kevin I, I get, here. I can I can see Dream being like Chris Farley talking to like Hodger. He'd be like, "Hey Hodger, remember that match you had?" <laughs> So listen, like yeah, that was really cool. He, he, he was of the era when I was when I was young and like chilling, you know, coming up like you studying, staying, sleeping in the gym, sleeping, you know, waking up and training, eating everything like that, nothing but living living that life, you know. Uh, guys like Hodger were were on the scene and really tearing it up, and and again that classic kind of jujitsu style you get on get on top he'll mount you and mm. you knew what was coming and you couldn't stop it and, yep. and that kind of inevitable style man is is like that's that's the the highest form in a lot of ways to me i, I love seeing the dynamic you know transitions and all the things that we can do that stuff's fun i love i love playing and like in, enjoying jujitsu in that way but when it's time to get down if you can just mount everybody and then like killed them from there is like that's yeah. like that's killer like that's that's the top form you know to me and then everybody gets older everybody you know time marches on it's undefeated no, nobody can beat that uh other people have came along and you know for me like i i switched to maybe like a a Bouchesha and definitely like marcelo garcia guys like that you know mm -hmm. of the era but you know thinking about like now we got the guys right before Hodger even are like part of this 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 thing that we're doing now and then the era right after Hodger with Andre Galvo being the leader of the pack for the last several years of, of competitors at this this kind of ADCC champion level you know absolute kind of level championship stuff so I don't know lucky if that's the word or you know 20 years overnight success whatever whatever it is I'm just happy to, to be doing this crap, man. It's super fun. I mean, you think about it, like, Hodger wasn't just tearing it up. He was freaking dominating. I mean, he's the only competitor to win his his, his weight class and, and the absolutes with 100% submission rates in ADCC, destroying people. I mean, you know, uh, he is a goat. I mean, you know, hey, hey, hey current current people, you know, uh, try, try to argue, and I, I don't think he even argues that. Um, Hajer, uh, was dominant. Uh, and, and I, I think, you know, it's, you know, uh, pardon me, I almost cursed, but I mean, Elijah came on here. You can cuss shit. All right. All right. Well, shit. So I mean, uh, Elijah <laughs> came on here and he's like, Hey, uh, even on my, if, even if I'm not on his team, I'm just going to, uh, uh, what, what can you tell me about Mount? What, 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 yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just, exactly. you know, uh, but, but, but even to that point, Kevin, I mean, you think about, you know, uh, you know, Higa Machado, eight years undefeated. Mm. Uh, I mean, you know, 365 wins. Five, uh, yeah. Uh, he, he, I mean, uh, like 365, like every day of a year, he, he yeah. in, in competition, essentially, during his competing time. Uh, I mean, you know, Eddie beating Hoist, you know. Uh, yeah, Hoyler. Hoyler. No, sorry, Hoyler. I apologize. Uh, Hoyler, thank you so much. Um, yeah. <sighs> Did a lot of research on the, on the Gracies. There's a lot of names going on there. Um <laughs> <laughs> Got a, lot, a lot of R's, yeah. I know. Yeah, there's, there's, there's I get a lot it. of R's. But and your but, article but, did say Hoyler, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, Hoyler, both both like in ADCC, and then arguably uh, it was a draw in Memoris, but you know, uh, well, people can argue later on. But uh, it showcased the system, but under the rule set, it was definitely a draw. It was nice for 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 the world to see Eddie 
you know, getting to play the game and someone like Hoyler, you know, he ate a lot of submission attacks. I think Mm -hmm. tap a ton of people. So it it definitely showcased the system though, in in a way that Eddie was able to really capitalize on. And, and we all have been able to, even this, this show even is, is a, is a benefit of that one match with Metamorphs because that was like a new wave of the system really coming on uh, for for the mainstream. We started not being the redheaded stepkids as Step much. Child, yeah. You know, yeah, but started yeah. being like cool to be 10th Planet and stuff yeah. a little bit. Proved it was legit. But I mean, the, the, the point being, Kevin, is that like you, you pointed out then in your first season of the PGF that you learned about like, you know, fighting through the jitters, uh, learning how to compete. And now you have four competitors, uh, four coaches, pardon me, uh, that, man, they've been there. They've done that. They've yeah. been through it all. Uh, and, and so even if they don't improve your technique, which I bet all of them could just give little pointers. Uh, but if nothing else, they might be able to give you a little bit of pointers about like, you know, dealing with the adrenaline, dealing, dealing with that the adrenaline dump, all that stuff, dealing, you know, learn how to compete. Um, yeah, what do you think about that? What, what, what do you want to learn from them? Yeah. I mean, everything. <laughs> yeah, as much as I can, honestly. Yeah, I think you brought up a good point about them being like great competitors. You know, in a week span, it's going to be pretty hard for them to like for Hardridge to teach me his mount game. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Eddie teaching me his rubber guard game and stuff like that. I might be able to pick, you know, up a couple things like you said, but and more so like the overarching like philosophies of the guys, how they compete, how they get ready for matches. How the longevity of these guys, you know, not getting too high, not getting too low, all that type of stuff. I think, you know, I could potentially learn a lot in that week, in that week span from them. I think interesting kind of about what you just said there too. Sorry, sorry, well, but like, like you said, you don't think maybe Hodger could teach you his whole mount game or Eddie could teach you his whole rubber guard game. But I think if you were primed for one of those messages in some way, like you had done something that was very good, but could be better from the mount, or you had some like slack somewhere in the rubber guard that, that you were working on and you almost hit something, you know, those little tips that they would bring that other people wouldn't have to something that you're already working on. I think that's where the guys are going to get that, that most benefit instead of being like, okay, teach me everything you can about Mount this week while I'm in the middle of this competition. It'll be like, Hey, in this match, you should have picked up your knee uh, and and slid that foot uh and stuff like that. Yeah. Completely game changing too. Like, you know, the details make, at this I'm level, like, how's this saying go? The details make what? It's, there's like some sort of saying that says that's some stuff. That's Egghead would say that. The yeah. devil's in the details. Yes, okay. that's the one I was looking for. Thank God you fucking remember that. We, we knew he was here. Off. That's why he's yeah, here. The devil's in the details. Yep. Twenty pounds. Hey, you, you, you mentioned <laughs> not getting too high or too low. Do you do any sort of mental preparation just so you're staying at an even, you know, level mm-hmm. all the time, or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely try to do, uh, I think mental preparation for competition is some of the most important things you can actually do for your uh, competitive career. Uh, You know, just like, and for me, I'm just now, I would say I'm just now like really getting into the mental side of the things. Uh, But I keep it really simple, like, you know, the conscious breathing, getting your heart rate down. Uh, meditation stuff of this nature um but i'm def- like it's funny you mentioned that because i'm definitely like real big into it now you know 
Or maybe before I wasn't so much. Right on. Now, we, progression. We, yeah. we have a season three champ coming back for this season as well. <laughs> Looking forward to running that back with him. Yeah, definitely. David Evers. Yeah. yeah I'd be excited. Of course. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely wanted to uh, test myself against him. Was yeah. that the finale? Yeah, we it was had in two the playoffs. Matches. In the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One was in the playoffs and then one was in the regular season. Oh, there's two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The first one went to a draw. <clears throat> yep. And then the okay. second one. Okay, that's what I, okay. He 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 helped me. So Yeah, he I'm was really hot. excited for that. He was pretty hot that night. Yeah. 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 No, he's really good. Really good. No doubt. And the thing and that makes not, like go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, I was saying, saying uh, he's <laughs> my bad, my bad, Wallow. <laughs> right at the same time. <laughs> Am I going? Yes, Kevin. All right, me, me, me. Okay. The thing that makes <laughs> David Evers uh, <laughs> interesting is um, he's obviously like super good, super technical, but he's also has like such a unique body type that yeah. every move you've ever done in jujitsu has to be adjusted just a little bit to make it work on him. You know, every triangle you lock up, every leg entanglement you get into has to be ju adjusted just because, you know, his body type is so unique. And, yeah, I'm very excited to have a match with him because it's definitely an interesting puzzle to solve. So, I mean, for the fans out there, uh, David Evers is built like a spark plug. Uh, <laughs> the, the man, uh, yeah. uh, you know, like like the brick shit house, as they say, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. he, he's, you know, Somewhat small in stature, but but huge, um, and, and and also wicked smart. As we all know, he's a freaking rocket scientist. Uh, wicked so not, smart. Not, wicked smart. Uh, yeah, yeah. I lived in Boston for a few years. Come on. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, he's dangerous. Uh, excited. So here's the thing. I I think of all the competitors, believe it or not, I'm excited the most for you, Kevin, uh, and for him. Uh, people yeah, that's awesome. that that the rest of the the rest of the people are not going to appreciate if they don't you know, like go back and watch the PGF and realize how dangerous the two of you are. Uh, you, my friend, I know you uh, will begin some some subs on some people that people do not believe should happen. Uh, you're <laughs> you're, you're going to get some some of those upsets on paper uh, because they they you know like we said they're going to open up because they think they might think you might be dunkable. Um, but you're going to dunk them. I know it's going to happen. I, and I think the same thing is going to happen with David too. He, he's get you know, but the two of you guys are going to get some yeah, subs definitely. that no one believes are going to happen. Uh, I know it's going to happen, sir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so <clears throat> Kevin, uh, he played a strategy. David did during the, the regular season. He said last time to where he kind of let some matches maybe go in scenarios that he would have fought out of in other scenarios or, or went for draws or, you know, I think he had a couple of submission losses during the regular season that, that he, he let go of. Uh, are you guys thinking uh, anything about stuff like that? Like you don't want to get like an early in the week injury of some sort to yeah. try to like have like a, a ego contest with a guy early on to try to make it through the whole week. Or, or are you still just going to kind of get after it? You know, like, like you do. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, definitely uh, an aspect to this where you need to be tapping early. You know, you can't be getting taken out in the first day. That could be, detrimental to your points uh um, to it yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah uh didn't david got him right yes 
And Wallow yes. said that by way, Evan. Wallow said that, not me. I did. He was not the first day. He he yeah. knows it. Yeah. No, that's a good example. <laughs> yeah. No secret. It's, yeah, it's, it's happened to multiple bad. people. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's definitely an aspect where you're going to pace yourself throughout the week. You know, I'm not going to let my arm snap on the first day. Maybe in the finale I will, but not not on Monday, you know. So that's definitely something to think about. I think going to draws is a little silly just because it's six minutes. I mean, you don't really have to uh, – what's the word I'm looking – like preserve yourself for six minutes. You, you got to be a really, bitch. Yeah, yeah you, don't have to, you don't have to pace yourself. I mean, the, the yeah, point you is – You can really go after it first. You know, it's only six minutes. But in terms of like holding out and joint locks, you definitely want to tap. That's definitely not a good idea. But it's 18 minutes every night then, though. True. Up True. two, not for Kevin though. Kevin gets those subs quick. Yeah, yeah. Up two, eighteen minutes. That's true. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, so, so to Wallace's point, I mean, obviously, saw uh, you know we saw Evan, Evan in season three. Uh, Anakin is an example from last season, uh, season five. Uh, you know, got out there, got broke pretty quick. Um, you know, we keep had a concussion. Him. Somebody had a concussion. That was um, uh, our boy Carson. Oh, yeah, Carson. Yeah, Carson, Carson, Carson after that first seven, season, yeah. he, he's doing good now. Oh, but but here, you know, part of the problem is that he was coming off a, a bunch of injuries, and so he, he didn't have the, you know, the reps and, and and the training as he wanted to coming up. But um, obviously, yeah, so whatever, yeah. whatever the case, the dude had a concussion. That's yeah. So like, yeah, no shit happens. But, so the the point being is that you know, as Wallace said, you cannot treat this like a one day tournament. Uh, and, yeah, and Kevin, you already get the mindset. You're you're, you're smart. Uh, you figure this out. Uh, so the competitors that treat this like a one-day tournament, like a, a you know ADCC open or something like that, like ah, oh, let's let a pop happen. Like no, brother, uh, you let yeah. that happen. Uh, you're, you're you're giving yourself a day off, and guess what? That that day you take off, it's gonna be uh, luxurious. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna really be luxurious. We have cool. Steven uh, at, at that uh, spa. Uh, oh. However, <laughs> you're, you're imagine the spas we can hit in Vegas, bro. <laughs> however, hey, bro. however, sir, uh, you know if you take that day off. You're going to be so far behind the pack. It's going to be hard to mm, match. It's yeah. going to be hard to catch up. So again, you you get the mindset. You know, just just hey, you know what? Tap. You're good. Yep. And and, sure. and then no, comes some other fools. Elijah mentioned uh, two weeks ago. You know about strategies. Mm-hmm. You mentioned also they're going. You know, stalling somebody out, drawing him out. You know, kind of a silly move because it's six minutes. But if you end up in the same team with your teammate Elijah. And it comes to a point where you got to, you know, strategize and the call is to, hey, go get that draw. Are you going to go for that draw or are you going to be like, nah, dog, I'm going for the six. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. We're always going for the kill. I mean, this this for me is just experience, you know, so trying to like game the rule set rather than get experience is really silly as a 22 year old purple belt. You know, I'm really going out there and like trying to find like honestly trying to find holes in my game see how people answer my game i'm not even though it is 20k 40k and that is really nice obviously you know, i i expect to make much more than that in the future and so finding <laughs> you know these uh <laughs> these holes are more valuable than the money at the end of the day that might sound a little cringy but it is true we pointed it out earlier that you know there's another tournament paying a hundred grand and i yeah, believe exactly. you're, you're 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 in it uh right? i mean i'm gonna yeah so it's qualifiers everybody i think okay. everybody has to qualify 
So I, there's going to be one qualifier where I'm going to have to cut down to 160, which is not going to be fun. But I thought it's 170 uh, as well. Is it 170? It's 160. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I heard I heard someone say someone time um, and it's just really kind of stuck with me too about like seminars or 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 lessons or instruction or whatever it is and, and like how much is like one one technique one concept one thing that you'll get uh, for someone that's doing jujitsu professionally like how much is a, like a tool like that worth exactly. you that you'll get for life forever. Exactly. It'll be something that you'll always get to have. How much is that worth? You know, and people are you know, oh, invaluable. Uh, uh, exactly. Yeah. I, it's hard yeah. for me to put a price on it when you think about it that way. Right. Like so I, I, couldn't I, imagine I get what you're like, saying. A hundred percent. I couldn't imagine trying to put a price on like understanding Kazushi from the guard, you know? Like if I, I would much forever. rather try to, yeah, forever. Like I would much rather try to learn that than get 20 K, you know, because that's what makes the guard fun. It's like off balancing people and attacking them from off balanced positions. So I think, uh, I completely agree. Just defending. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think well, the I mean, along the way, <clears throat> no, that, that's all well and good, uh, until you have four members of your team and your coach saying, Hey, Kevin. <laughs> Uh, we need to win this round for this team point because we won won this hundred grand. Uh, hey brother, uh, if you can't win this thing, you you oh, need to make sure he doesn't get any I'm points. Winning. Uh, I'm I mean, winning. I, I, okay, I'm okay. something to do. Go, yeah, yeah, I'm something to go. All right, like, all right. Fuck everybody. I'm, I'm, not I'm, I'm not accepting the premise of your question, Egghead. I'm not accepting the premise of your question. I got you. Okay. I just gotta, hey, ask Hodger. Hodger, how many times did you walk out there for a draw? I'm just gonna. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good question. All right. Well, we'll play it, sir. We'll play. Oh shit! We, we just stole the show with that question. <laughs> I'm done. I got nothing anymore. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. We got a comment here. Uh, one of Roger's techniques is worth 20 years of blood sweat. sweat. At least. Uh, and Tiago also on his last comment said, hey, sometimes only a small tweak can set you 20 miles apart from the pack, which like essentially what Steven's saying. I mean, you know, it's trajectory. I mean, to your point, I mean, so I mean, obviously I, I've had to learn from blue belts because uh, of like places I've been in or, or purple belts. Uh, but then you get that black belt instructor like like we, we just had one training session last last season with Steven um, and, and, and the stuff that he was able to teach us. Yes. Yes. You know, you, good friend, um, just getting that black belt level technique and, and that instruction is insanity compared uh, to like a blue belt or purple belt instructor. Uh, and, and now you have four freaking legends uh, as coaches. Uh, I, I can't imagine just the little bitty, bitty tweaks they can make to your game uh, that is going to set you light years ahead of everyone else. Um, so I'm excited for you, Kevin. I mean, yeah. you know, not not only to come out and smoke all these people that are like have these big names because I know you're going to smoke some big names this year, this year, uh, but but also to get those little tweaks from those legends. Uh, you, yeah, they're going to change your trajectory, sir. Yeah, I appreciate you, it, man. Very you, You've listened. I'm gonna learn by watching you all this time. Does that does does that you feel like he's putting a target on your back? Because that's what I feel like he's doing. He's just putting a target on your back. <laughs> 
Or you're like, fuck it. No, Kevin I said, come he said, come and get it. Kevin said, come and yeah. get it. He said, he's got yeah. it. He's got it on him. He's got it on him. He's walking around. If you guys show up. I don't know. I just feel like he's added pressure for no reason, Egg. Come on. There is no pressure. You know what he he's coming no, there's nothing for him to lose here. It's all to, It's all wins. Hey, all hey guys. Yep. So first of all, I mean, we all, we, we know that the auction draft is going to be, you know, pretty much, it's going to be like last season, right? It's going to be pretty much determined by our draft rankings. We're going to do a draft. And, it's, and, 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 you know, I'm not saying I'm going to pick you first, Kevin, uh, but but if you if you slip past the second round, I will be surprised. Oh, uh, wait a minute. So now you're saying he's a second rounder? What the fuck? <laughs> All right. So you him up like he's going to win the Kevin, shit. And now you're saying let me look he's at a this second list rounder? Uh, it, 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 it's your first pick. Oh, shush, Wallow. So, Kevin, you, you already understood that like anytime you're with Wallow, Watch out, because he's going to screw with you uh, no matter what you say. Uh, and, and I live with this every week. Um, <laughs> but, but the thing is, so obviously, uh, kind of like Elijah said, uh, Elijah said he, he himself, who, who's the the hoist of the PGF, um, you know, should not win the season on paper, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, now again, a lot of people, I, I already, I already, you know, throughout your resume, that a lot of people won't know. Uh, I mean, you, you need to work with your PR folks uh, because because when I Google your name in jujitsu, uh, I, I get about three videos and then I'm on somebody else. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I know where to look. I, I believe me, I'm doing my research now that mm -hmm. I need to on you because because we've seen you before in, you know, live. Um, but a lot of the coaches, a lot, a lot of the competitors aren't aren't they're not going to know where to look. They're not going to be able to analyze your game. Um, and, and so a lot of people are going to sleep on you. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying right now, I think a lot of people are, and they're going to be mistaken when you take their freaking legs home or do whatever the hell else you want to do. Yeah. Um, and so while Wallow can say, I'm putting a target in your back, but Hey, uh, we, we are the PGF insiders. Uh, I am yeah. the number one super fan of the PGF and I'm a fan of you, Kevin. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. But I, I think you're going to do a lot better than a lot of people think, or, or people just don't even think. So there's there's the qualifiers this Friday uh, in in Henderson in Nevada uh, out in Vegas. Do you know anyone that's going out there to to throw and sell the qualifier? Have you guys looked at that at all? Are you looking for any of those guys? Uh, let me look. Uh, I have it. I right heard. Here. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> let me pull it up because I do have it. Percent share screen. All right. So you got Aaron Wilson. 34 years old out of Soul Fighters headquarters. Oh, shit, we man. got Manning, yeah, Wyatt Manning's Montgomery, really I've heard uh, of him. Darren yeah. Horner. I believe he was in last year's qualifier in HQ, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. He was. He was. He got injured. Then we have uh, Issa Abel. Uh, we have WWE's David Batista. Not him. Anthony we we confirmed. But okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was just kidding. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, For the record. Anthony Salisbury. Then we have Austin Clark, Jimmy Salisbury Green, um, Mason. Jimmy Green is the Jimmy Green from Savannah, Kevin. Oh, he had that match with uh, with Chase Hanna at uh, season at finale. finale. Yep, four season four. Yeah, okay, I remember him. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. I completely mm -hmm. blanked. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm. I know you know who he was once we mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Mason Stritzel. Tyrell Anderson, Dakota Sigri, or Sigri, Angel Ramos, Alvin Ye. Watch out for him. 
That's that 48 year old. Yeah. Yoked. Yoked. Uh, brilliant. Um, and killer. Watch out. We got a physicist. Donnie Bryan, Alvarado Pinedo, and last but definitely not least, our boy, Kevin Sherrill. Never heard of her. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. It's, I'm glad to see he's out there. Gonna go do that one. Hey, listen, uh, our boy wants in, so uh, he's uh, he's going this out is, there. This is the way. This is the way. There's a lot of people. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, it's, it's 100 grand on the line. Of course, yeah. it's a lot of people. Aaron Wilson's yeah, really tough. Yes, I've uh, I've heard nothing but great things about Aaron. I get I get. Do you study a lot, or does, does Sean study a lot? Oh, what were you saying? Sorry. Do Do you study a lot independently, or do you just kind of study along with Sean after he's kind of taken the the big chunks of things uh, and kind of help, helped you out with that kind of stuff? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Sean studies a ton. Like he I does know that. Real, yeah, <laughs> he does like real tape study. You know, I sit there and watch matches and you know say, oh, I could have, I could have done that, I could have done this. But uh, he does real tape study. I would say, like, if I'm working on something particular, I usually I will watch like some of the best guys on that particular thing and watch how they do it. I think that helps me a lot. You know, like right now I'm working a lot on half guard passing. So it's a lot of watching Gordon Ryan, you know, get into half guard, you know, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Let's go. Um, But yeah, if I'm working guillotines, I'm going to watch Marcelo. If I'm working leg locks, I'll watch Eddie Cummings, stuff like that. But not tape study like Sean, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's what I was going to get. I'm sure you watch some as well. Uh, yeah, I watch I, I'm sure Sean's probably gotten things really, really broken down to to a minute level for you guys. You see it all yeah, the time in different, different guys' performances and different matches or whatever. It's tweaked, mm. you know, randomly per person per matchup. It, it, it's really cool to see. Uh, so, so I was just curious how much of that it is like self or or you know is is that all kind of working as a team thing? But but mm. that, that's really interesting. Yeah, a hundred percent. I get like all my knowledge from or everything i try to learn is mostly from sean you know it's not a bad idea yeah so so you're a teammate of both manning and uh handsome kevin in pgf season three Mm -hmm. uh so i mean obviously we see they're both in in, in the hunt for that qualifier who do you think wins between the two um honestly i haven't really seen much of uh cheryl like compete or you know we don't really he doesn't train here or anything so I'm not sure about that, but I know Manning is always a killer. So I got Manning for the whole thing, honestly. I love Whoa. Manning. He's like, oh, yeah. Wow. Well, well, I was about to pull, pull out that do ball. Pull up, pull up, pull up the, the hearts. Qualifier. Yeah. Do ball. <laughs> do I get to do do ball for Manning? If he goes out there, he wins. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope he does. Do ball Paul was pretty good. Do I wish he yeah. could win in the qualifier or a qualifier and they would let me just for the walkout. Well, I mean, you, you still got the Manaconda, Stephen. I mean, I know, but I, don't, I just couldn't get a good rhythm with that one yet. I'm gonna have to work something out. I mean, you still, you still say Duval, then throw out the Manaconda. They don't, they don't have like a rhythm to it though. <laughs> yeah, it don't quite go. To get this an egg. This is this ain't some just big brain stuff. I gotta make this up on on like uh, it's, it's an good. art. I got it's it. not you're, just you're stats. You can't just write this up like that and make it good. I, I okay, you, you like need some like iambic pentameter, freaking Shakespeare over here. See, that's what I'm saying. 
Hey, just make, before just we making up words go. now. Uh, my last question to you is, <laughs> you know, being that you've competed so much, you know, mm. Egg just, you know, gave the, your resume earlier on. What does what do you feel sets the PGF apart from everything else you've done? I mean, honestly, I don't think it's just one thing. You know, I think I've been, I think there's so many things that go into the PGF that sets it apart. I think that's why it's so special. You know, I think the team aspect is super interesting. The the fact that it's a week long, so people can get it, it's more of a build up. You know, because if you want, there's team aspects and quintets and stuff. But that's an hour long. It's two hours long. It's uh, you kind of like watch it and then you're done. But the build up throughout a, the week is interesting, especially with like social media really popping off and stuff like this. Um, competing three times a day. I think. I mean, yeah. I think there's a ton of tons of things that set it apart. This podcast. Well, you know, Obviously. most tournament. Yeah, exactly. most tournaments when you're going in, you're not like you know chummy chummy with the with the team next door or whatever you know you're mm -hmm. you're out there to kill but in the pgf there's not you know yeah, it's, it's it's like every, everybody's community. there for yeah it's like a family mm -hmm. even though you're competing against each other everybody's really cool so it's it's kind of different than you know most tournaments where you're like you know me mugging the guy over there who's about to go yeah. with you yeah yeah, yeah so, for sure anyway. i think that's a, i think that has a lot to do with it being a week long you know I think you could only put up that front of like me mugging and being a dickhead for so long until it's like, <laughs> it's Wednesday. We're all fucking tired of shit. We've all gone through the same stuff. And it's like, like let's grab a beer. Let's, let's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like just chill out, you know? So, or let's I just definitely think that plays it, a you know? Yeah. <laughs> for, that. for real. Like if after like day three and we're all in you this still together or whatever. Other? Yeah. And if you really just want to get it down, we yeah, should, we should just together. allow for it. Yeah. There you go. A CJJ did, match. Did y'all think uh, that the, the Kamoy and uh, the Minnesota Maniac were going to get into it when, when, you know, when the pushing and stuff happened? What's, really. good? What's good? What's good? <laughs> <laughs> not saying that, not saying that they wouldn't fight, but I didn't think that was going to be a fight in that situation for real. Okay. Well, right on. Uh, egg. Uh, I think, I think, final I think question. Kamoy would win the fight, though. Just to just to say that. <laughs> what don't don't hurt us, Kamoy. We got you. <laughs> he no, I'm not saying that either. That's just that's just <laughs> just respect to to the dude's pedigree on that. I think I think he's he's got that from that realm of it all. This is as a guy who's fought too. Sometimes coming over to grappling and just grappling, guys will say stuff and say, like, "Well, we could just." We could just start fighting if you really feel some kind of way. And then they don't feel that way anymore. And it's like, cool. So then let's just grapple, man. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't don't mess with the MMA fighters. This is no, it's any, any dude that's going to stand on like principled stuff like that or whatever. It, it just doesn't have to be MMA guys. But I just respect Kamoy's fight pedigree. He, he's got one. And, and it's not like weak. So just wanted to throw that out there. So that when I said that, I don't think, it, you know, they were going to fight. I didn't want to make it sound like dude wouldn't fight like i think dude can fight and would fight but i respect this game so well, you, so the point was that the minnesota maniac was just was trying to like just make a little he bit was just goading him yeah he was just yeah, trying to say like, hey him. hey I, i'm not i'm not gonna let you just like run away uh, i'm gonna bring it to you uh and, and then okay he he got a little bit of the response he wanted okay roger that it's not know, the, uh, yeah it's you you will get a response that you didn't want 
if you really are like if, if you push it too far you push it too far yeah there's ways to draw out responses and things like that from people and strategies but definitely if you put your hands on the wrong dude the wrong way you're, you're gonna you're gonna catch a response immediately that should that you should catch if you're trying to be a certain you, yeah, yeah exactly it's just he was saying you're, yeah you're gonna catch if, if it just gets disrespectful and if you you know you you if you're willing to cross that disrespectful line then then you should be ready for somebody to put hands on you you got you to defend the word. You got to defend the words you say, man. I'm sorry. I think I think you know there's there's things that you can say and do and whatever. But like if you put your hands on somebody, for sure, you got you got to be ready to take whatever's coming next. So if we're grappling, we're grappling. But if you start like smacking me around, then then we'll just stand up and figure this out some other kind of way. Or I can keep you down here and start doing things too. You know that that's the difference. You know it, oh. is that it, it changes. So. Man, I'm, I'm glad you're on our team. Fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I love jujitsu and grappling because it's a super effective way to get people in positions that you can beat them up. Mm. Wall is used to throwing me under the bus, but like now, yeah. now we got a real enforcer on the PGF. Inside. That's why I like, we're, that's we're why I like you were saying about getting, the, getting to the mount, getting on top, getting guys, to, even if they're running from the bottom. Okay. Oh, you're running for me. I, try, I was on the bottom and you're trying to run away. Now, nah, son, we're going to get up. We're going to catch that leg, trip you, take you down something, get a body lock, something. And then we're going to finish the fight as soon as this, this mount happens right here on the bottom. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's good jujitsu and and where I live, too. When we were talking about fights, I mean, if you want to talk about a real fight, I mean, talk, talk, talk about freaking, you know, the rock troll, Maximus Jolly and Noah Randolph. Uh, I saw that clip. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Hey, get, the, get the, wow. these guys some gloves. Who, who threw the first club? I got to think it, it was Max, Maximus. right? It had to be yeah. Max. So, so he he he'd gone to into his head a little bit. Remember uh, yeah. that that third uh, that third day, he, it, it was a rough day for him. Uh, he just kind of I think got, he went a little internal. Um, I mean, hey, day four he came out was a champ again. You know, you obviously saw you know his whole team like you know epic role. Like I put him on his shoulders, and we all love Maximus Jolly. But but we all know like that third day he had, he, he had a day. You know, sometimes people go. have a day. It, it, you know, went got in his head a little bit, and and you know. Noah, who we all know, uh, is uh, you know, tough as nails. Uh, even when he was a 16-year-old in PGF season one, uh, he's he's a hard guy to finish, and, and he's just going to come keep coming after you. I mean, and he did that the whole PGF even season five against like serious killers. He just keeps coming after people, um, and so I think that got to to Maximus a little bit. Uh, but hey, you know what? They, they figured it out. It was all good. Um, but and, and pardon me, because because Wally, you did ask about my final question. So yeah, I mean, maybe this is just kind of a little open-ended, maybe a little trite, but I mean, Kevin, um, with with all the stuff that's going on, I mean, a hundred thousand dollars on the line, uh, another twenty for the finale winner, uh, four legends of jujitsu uh, as coaches, and this insane uh, big names that are coming into the into the BGF uh, world now. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most uh, for the season? I mean, straight up, just really. The most is just the competition, like the high-level high guys. I'm very excited to test myself against such high-level competitions. That, like, put it simply, that's that's it. You know, test yourself Steve with the fires, man. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. 100%. No, I, that's good. Yeah, for sure. I think I rambled all the things off kind of that popped up into my brain for the most part, man. <laughs> but 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 I respect that. You're going to get guaranteed matches against high-level competitors competitors that you've not gotten to go against with a bunch of various skill sets and uh in a high you know 
high energy, intense, you know, lots of pressure kind of situation. So definitely, man, for someone who's young like you, who's got a, a future, you know, that, that they see in the sport, like you said, you, you know, willing to, to learn now for later. I think, I think this is, you know, a, a huge opportunity for you as a student of the game and uh, mm -hmm. man, all respect going into it and, and much love uh, for sure to you, man. Uh, uh, I'm happy to see that you're getting this opportunity and I'm excited to, to be there with you. Sweet. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Steven. We have a question from uh, our boy, Tiago says quick question for Kevin. Are you expecting to be dragged into deep waters and coming back to surface with a shark fin? Or are you confident no competition can even scratch the surface? So that's oh, the question, I mean, actually. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's hard to bring, It's hard to drag anyone into deep waters. Like when you really talk about deep waters, I think in like the traditional sense, you're talking about how what Gordon does to people, what Habib does to people, like, you know, getting them exhausted and just like wanting to quit it's pretty hard to do that to people in six minutes mm -hmm. uh people tend not to get tired in six minutes uh, <clears throat> especially with, like with high level competition it's more i would say more finesse based and more you got to get to the submission quick quickly so i don't intend to make someone tap to pressure in six minutes you know but i do attend to sub a lot of people Within I do attend. I do attend for it to be hard. Like I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. But realistically, like I'm not gonna just sit there and lay on somebody for six minutes. You know, I'm gonna try to break them. Wallow, if I if I could to follow. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I mean, so so to your point, um, as you pointed out, because you already know there's there's no deep waters, quote unquote, in six minutes. So you're already thinking like a PGF veteran. Yeah, you you know the game. Uh, and so to that point, being a veteran or having done a season, how does that, you know, position you compared to everyone else? I mean, getting experience in such a unique rule set uh, is invaluable. Uh, I think there are a lot of little things that people don't really take into account that can really impact your competition throughout the week. So I'll give you an example and I might be snitching on myself because somebody might have made this mistake. But listening to this, they won't. Um, the first PGF I did, I did treat it like a one day competition. And for competition days, I don't eat. Like I don't really eat because you don't, you know, you don't want your stomach upset. Uh, when you get out there and you get the jitters and you don't want to feel like you're throwing up. Right. Um, and then about Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, I figured out that throughout the entire week, I really only eaten so many calories, like 2000 calories. I usually eat. 3000 calories a day. So then I was so like during Wednesday, I was wondering like, why am I so tired right now? Like, why am I almost falling asleep, like going out into competition? And it was because I eaten, you know, a child worth of food throughout a week long competition. And there's a bunch of little things like that, things you would never think about that I'll be prepared for this time that I wasn't prepared for last time. That's a huge point. I mean, uh, the elbow genie, Jonathan Roberts, said the same thing. He said, you know, he said he lost weight during, especially at season three. Yeah. yeah he just yeah, did not exactly. keep the weight on. Yeah. So just remembering to eat. Like, this sounds something super stupid and simple, but it's extremely important. Yeah. I think a lot of people who don't compete very hard at a really high level of things, perhaps even don't understand that, that you would, you would prefer to be empty a little bit, at least yeah. in your gut, your gut and stuff, instead of having a bunch of stuff like 
in, obviously inside you that you're you're using for energy to digest. You know, you want to already have all that stuff done too. Like you, right, right, you right. use a bunch of energy to digest some food. So the things that you even eat throughout this week are going to be like play really important sure. too, right? So if you eat heavy things that take a lot of like energy to digest every night after we get done or the day of, if you have to eat, you know, a lot pregame to load it up somehow in the morning for the night. I'm not sure what guys strategies will be, you know, it, it, it will affect you because I mean, we've seen it and I've, I've definitely done it in other situations where you'll either overeat or undereat, like you said, and, and either one can be bad <laughs> for, yeah, for competition, yeah, for sure. you know? So it, it, it is, it's really a, a, a hard science with that. The deep water doesn't exist match to match. It exists over the four or five days. Yeah, exactly. That was really well put, honestly. Yeah. No, it's a better right, method. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He knows the game. Now listen, before we go, uh, why don't you give a shout out to your your sponsors? We know you got sponsors, bro. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the only teammate. got one right now. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, thank hey, you, Papa listen. Beering. We appreciate you yeah, big so daddy. much. Oh, big Daddy, yeah, yeah, our yeah, number yeah, one yeah. Yeah. sponsor. Yeah, yeah, that's your main sponsor, bro. So <laughs> yeah, that's my bless. main sponsor. <laughs> big Daddy, so, Big Daddy, yeah, whoever. Yeah, uh, well, shout out to my sponsors like Lock Assassins. You know, they're they're great. Sending me the best gear. I've could ever imagine. Uh, shout out to Sean Applegate, always for always being there for me, coaching me through this stuff. Uh, my team for pushing me and my family for supporting me and my girlfriend for putting up with all my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. So if you look like assassins, you follow them, uh, assassins apparel on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, if you want to yep. look them up. Assassins uh, apparel. Up. And they have a leg lock assassins account too. They got okay. up. I've seen both. It, 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 it's nice up. stuff. Uh, but hey, Alex, uh, you know, Big Daddy, looking forward to seeing you on the yeah, Vegas, brother. My dad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. We, we, that's how I know everything about you, my man. Uh, it's hard <laughs> to find you online, but I get the inside yeah. scoop. Yeah, I'm source. sorry. I'm not too responsive on uh, Instagram or anything, but I try to get better about that stuff. <laughs> right on. Cool. Well, listen, guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate the questions in the chat, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace. Adios, muchachos. Hasta luego.